Welcome back to the wonderful world of mouse. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm glad you're tuning in. And we're excited to bring you today's show. Uh, we have a few more little segments that we're going to add on to the next few shows. Kind of a theme going forward. So we hope you enjoy. Um, stay tuned and uh, we're glad you're here. How's everyone doing today? Uh, happy it's Friday. Hopefully everyone's got some uh, enjoyment planned for the weekend. Maybe after a long week of work. Um, you know, maybe this can help brighten up that weekend, you know, since all of us can't get down to Disney like we'd like at the moment. Uh, maybe you are. If you are, I'm happy for you. Unfortunately, I can't be there. It feels like it's been forever. But hopefully not too much longer. So... Uh, What I wanted to get to today is we're going to start touring World Showcase on every show. So uh, we're going to start, we're going to go through each country, and we're going to talk about attractions, food, shopping, just everything in that country itself. Uh, And then we have another little segment later on the show that we're going to start, and we're going to try to do every show, along with our uh, hidden Mickey that we get to every show. So I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, But let's start in World Showcase. Uh, you know, for some reason, whenever I'm in World Showcase, I always tend to go to the right. You know, everybody knows you can go left or right. Left is Mexico, right's Canada. So since my habits are going to the right, that's where we're going to start. So we're going to start our first dive into World Showcase with the Canada Pavilion. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite ones around World Showcase. Um, there's food. Uh, there's a show, um, they're shopping, and I don't know, it's just, it's a certain feeling you get when you first enter the Canadian Pavilion that kind of gets you ready for the rest of the ones you're about to walk through. So, I highly enjoy it. Um, if we're getting into what's in the Canada Pavilion, uh, first thing you notice when you get in there is the large building. Um, it's actually modeled after a historic hotel in Ottawa. It's modeled after the Chateau Laurier. If I'm saying that correctly, I believe I am. Um, but yeah, it was modeled after that modeled after that hotel, which was built in 1912. Um, and it's a very beautiful building. It's a beautiful hotel. If you've never heard of it, go online and look it up. It's, it's crazy. It's massive. It's beautiful inside. And all kinds of people have stayed there, from politicians to... Um, Kings and queens, to even celebrities like Pink. <laughs> so, uh, check it out. But uh, that's what grabs your eye when you first walk in. Um, and then there's some stairs, and you can kind of wander around and end up at a waterfall, Niagara Falls. Um, of course, from the Canada side, not the American side. Um, not that you could tell, but <laughs> um, there's a waterfall, and then you get a view of the. Uh, Canadian Rockies, which is pretty cool. Um, And then just around the whole area, there's kind of gardens. I think they're modeled after a British Columbia area, but they're beautiful. The flowers and the gardens and there's a little walking path through them. So it's a very, very beautiful place to walk around and enjoy, even if you're doing nothing else but taking in the sights. Uh, Along with that, 
there is a uh, signature dining restaurant, La Cellier. Um, I've never ate here, but it's on my list, and it's been on my list. Um, I've heard that they have the best steak on Disney property, period. I don't know if that's true, but uh, I'm waiting to find out because as soon as I can get back down there on my next trip, I think that's going to be one of the places I check out. Uh, it can be kind of difficult to get into because it is a smaller restaurant, so the dining fills up quickly for it. But, uh, you know, make that reservation early and you can get in. I mean, you just got to be ahead of it. If you're ahead of it, it won't be an issue. So, but they have all kinds of meals and different things to choose from. Um, highly recommended is the uh, Canadian cheddar cheese soup. Of course, I've never had this myself again because I've never dined here. But uh, I've read numerous reviews and blogs that say it's just delicious. So, if you get a chance to go in there, check out some food. Maybe give that a shot. Um, along with that, they have cheese plates, shrimp cocktails for appetizers. Um, they have some a plant-based um, option for some dumplings, um, poutine, uh, gorgonzola spinach, uh, some mushroom dishes, uh, sweet potato casserole, five cheese macaroni. The desserts are... Maple cream brulee, carrot cake, maple leaf cheesecake, uh, some beer options, wine options. So a pretty good variety. Um, so it all sounds it all sounds tasty to me. But uh, that's their dining restaurant in the Canada Pavilion. Now then we can move over to the attraction. They actually have Circle Vision um, located in the Canadian Pavilion, and it's in a three sixty. And they just updated this. So uh, they changed it. It used to be Martin Short, which was good. I loved that. Um, I enjoyed it. And Canada's beautiful. If you've never, I've never been to Canada myself. Um, I've had talks with my significant other about really wanting to go. So hopefully that's something we can make happen here soon whenever things kind of get back to normal. But uh, yeah, it's supposed to be beautiful. And watching this video really just shows you a lot of sites in Canada that you might not have been aware of. But um, they changed the film and added some new scenes and a new musical score, and it's narrated by Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy. So that's kind of cool. I like both of them. So probably a nice little update, a little change of pace. So if you get over to the Canada Pavilion, make sure you check out the Circle Vision. From there, we're going to move on to the uh, attra- the shops, shops and what they have scattered throughout there. They have two shops and an outdoor kiosk. Um, one of the shops is the Northwest Merch Tile Store, and the other is the Trading Post. At the Northwest Merch Store, you're going to find uh, perfumes, fragrances, ice wine, clothing, um, and even hockey gear. A pretty good variety. And it's a decently sized store, so um, it might take you a little minute to kind of wander through it. Um, plus, when you're there, make sure you check out, they have some um, handmade ornaments of like little woodland creatures, little animals. So those are really cool and really neat. Great thing to add to your Christmas tree when you get home. You know, I find at Disney, there's a lot of uh, places to get different Christmas ornaments. You you could pick out all your Christmas decorations just by going to Disney World. It's pretty cool. So, but then uh, the other store is the Trading Post. um, And there, it's just, it's maple everything. Uh, They have 
maple candies, maple tea, maple cookies, maple syrup, of course. So if you're looking for maple, you'll love it. This is a must-do when you get into Epcot. Uh, They also have uh, stuffed animals and handmade jewelry, which that's kind of cool. Very pretty little bracelets and necklaces and whatnot. So check those out. And then lastly, there is the um, outdoor kiosk. There they have a lot of um, kind of Canadian-ish, or at least what the stereotypes are of Canada, you know, what they have, I mean, um, over there. But they have personalized leather, um, some T-shirts, pins, mugs, uh, CDs, Canadian flags, and a few little more uh, novelty items. So those are the stores that are going to be in your area. And then um, lastly, there is some live entertainment. Um, it's a Mark Anger and Friends. It's a kind of a Canadian rockish quartet. Um, I've watched them a few times. They're great. If they're out there playing, they're going to grab your attention because they're really exciting, high energy, and uh, I enjoy it. So nothing like going and grabbing me something to snack on and then standing over there for a few moments and checking it out. And then uh, lastly... There's a few photo spots out there. So there's a totem that's kind of decorated with uh, birds and whatnot. And then um, some photo areas, some like maple leaves where you can kind of stick your face in there and get those funny photos to take home. So make sure you check out the Canadian Pavilion. Um, I love it. And it's going to be the start to your entry into World Showcase with many more countries to look at. So check it out. And uh, if you... Have a tough decision going left or right when you first enter. I always go right. So check out Canada. Um, we're going to take a little break. Um, when we get back, we'll be talking about our next segment, uh, This or That. Thanks for joining us. Disney is a place where imagination can run free, where adults and children can both find something magical. With so many things to explore on your next Disney adventure, you want to make sure that you don't miss out on all that Disney has to offer. That's where we come in. Here at the wonderful world of Mouse, we know how much fun planning your next Disney vacation can be, and we would love to be a part of that experience. With first-hand expertise and a little hidden magic, we can help you get on your way to that next big trip. Plus, our services come absolutely free of charge to the customer. So let us help you get started on your next Disney adventure. Just email us at info at wonderfulworldofmouse.com for the magic to begin. Okay, guys. Well, we're about three quarters, maybe, ish through the episode today. It's going to be a short one, but it's it's a one packed with a lot of information. So, uh, last segment we're going to get to that's new is called this or that, and uh, basically, we're going to give a lot of the listeners a chance to get engaged and get in the conversations. We're going to start taking phone calls. And uh, obviously emails and messages and whatnot. But we're going to pick two things and we're kind of going to compare them and say, you know, would I rather do this or that? So it's going to be fun. Um, The first one is just our initial setup. So I've talked to some uh, family and friends and kind of got their opinions on this. But uh, it's this or that. And the options are walking distance to Epcot or walking distance to Magic Kingdom. Now, I don't know if anybody's ever stayed at any of the resorts where you can be within walking distance of those parks. 
But it really does make a difference, whether it be Magic Kingdom or Epcot and Hollywood Studios or whatever it is. Um, the time it can save you and what you can do with that time and the relaxation that it adds to your trip is just irreplaceable. I mean, not to knock the buses or the boat transportation or any other mode of transportation, but there really is something to just be able to walk out your room and take a little stroll. And the next thing you know, you're inside the Magic Kingdom. You're inside Epcot. And it's always something that I consider very heavily when I'm making my resort reservation because I want to save that time and I want the lowest stress that I can have when I'm at Disney in the most relaxing feeling. And there's no better way to do that than being able to stroll out your room and right into a park. Um, when it comes to this or that, uh, I've never stayed within walking distance of Magic Kingdom. I have stayed within a boat ride um, over at the Polynesian, which was awesome. But uh, currently, the only place to stay to walk in the Magic Kingdom is contemporary. Um, I've had a few reservations there before, but due to things, I had to cancel and rebook other ones and revisit. So, you know, at some point, I would love to still stay within walking distance, but I haven't had the luxury yet. Um, as far as staying within walking distance of Epcot, I have. I've done it multiple times. I've stayed at the Boardwalk. I've stayed at uh, the Yacht Club. and um, But I have walked the path from Magic Kingdom over the, to the Contemporary. I've done it um, just to try to, you know, avoid the heavy buses at Magic Kingdom, and I've walked over to Contemporary and caught the bus to Disney Springs, and I've uh, been dropped off at Contemporary and walked over to Magic Kingdom, and they're both awesome, trust me. But I'm going to have to go with walking distance of Epcot, and there's a few reasons why. Um, one, if you're in walking distance of Epcot, well, you're also in walking distance of Hollywood Studios because well, there's one in each direction. So that's number one. You're getting a two for one. So I always consider that when I'm making my reservations. Uh, and then another thing is with the staying in walking distance of Epcot, it's really more than just walking distance to Epcot because you're staying at the boardwalk area not not just the resort but the area of the boardwalk um for disney and there's just so much to do over there and i love the contemporary and it's beautiful and they have a restaurant and they have a gift shop it's very large monorail comes through which is another add-on but you know it's just one resort whereas when i'm staying at beach club yacht club um, boardwalk swan and dolphin any of those you're in walking distance of the of the boardwalk and you're in walking distance of restaurants, um, piano bar, um, dance hall, uh, you know, ESPN, um, restaurant, sports club. You know, there's lots of options. The entertainment you get on the boardwalk, you can rent the bikes. There's just, there's water out there you can ride boats in. So, and you also have boat transportation there to and from if you just don't want to make that walk. So, you know, my, selection will definitely be Epcot. I'd love to hear what y'all prefer um, or what y'all would think you would prefer if you'd like to chime in and send us a message. But uh, that's going to be mine for this or that. So hopefully we can find some good ones to do and we can all engage together and enjoy these conversations. We'd love your opinions. Just go over and check out our Facebook. It's the Wonderful World of Mouse or on iTunes, Wonderful World of Mouse. Or you can... um. Email us at info at Wonderful of Mouse and just let us know. Say, hey, this is a good this or that. You know, I prefer this. Um, what would everybody else like? And we'll um, throw it on and check it out. 
and uh, we'll give it a talk. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So keep checking back. Before we get out of here today, I do want to talk about the uh, next hidden Mickey. Oh boy! And uh, where you can find it. So today's show, since it was in Canada, that's where we're going to um talk about the hidden Mickey. If you uh go over to the hidden um the Canadian Pavilion, there's a hidden Mickey. When you enter the pavilion, look towards the top left of the totem pole to your uh, left-hand side. Then look closely and there's a hidden Mickey under the left wrist straight out from the Thunderbird's wing. It's this is a tough one now, so might take a little bit of paying attention and focus. You might have to look for a few minutes, but uh it's definitely there. So check it out next time you're wandering around. It'll add a little excitement and a little few extra things for you to do when you're there. Well, that's today's show. Um, We'll be back again next week. So check back and uh, hopefully you enjoyed this and hopefully you keep checking back because we really love y'all listening. We love engaging and we're excited to bring you a lot more stuff. So thanks for listening and we'll uh, see you real soon.